This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 2075. Digital Minimalism. Three questions for long-term success and happiness by Emma McLaren of GetMirth.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. Hope you're having a great start to your week if you're listening in real time and welcome back to Optimal Living Daily or the OLD podcast where I read to you from some of the best blogs I can find and get permission from. That covers personal development and minimalism on this show mostly. For now, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Digital Minimalism, Three Questions for Long-Term Success and Happiness by Emma McLaren of GetMirth.com. We're not big fans of the D word here at Mirth, but we're making an exception this one time for something important. If you haven't thought about it in a while, it's probably time to go on a technology diet. Look, we get it. Technology is key to how so many of us live our lives. Our Mirth team is spread out all over the place, so we rely heavily on Slack messages, emails, and video chats to work together. But that doesn't mean all technology is helpful or healthy. In fact, some of it is probably hurting you. We've recently been reading Georgetown computer science professor Cal Newport's latest book, Digital Minimalism, and reassessing, yet again, our relationships with our phones, laptops, and apps. We talked here before about how we manage our tech use but things change over time and it's always good to check in with yourself periodically. More mindful use of our technology will give us time and mental bandwidth for achieving the other goals we've set for ourselves, whether that's creating a new habit, breaking a bad one, or something else. Minimalism is a tool, not a set of rules. Let's back up a bit though. To understand digital minimalism, you first have to understand minimalism in general. It's not about limiting yourself to a certain number of physical possessions, dressing only in neutral colored linen, having no deep personal connections with the world, or even about tossing out your TV. Minimalism is about knowing how much is enough and stopping there. As the minimalists say, quote, minimalism is a tool to rid yourself of life's excess in favor of focusing on what's important so you can find happiness, fulfillment, and freedom, end quote. Minimalism has a long history, and digital minimalism was born from those millennia of thought and experiment. Its essential idea is this. As with the physical world, it's easy to fill our digital world with clutter. This clutter not only doesn't add things to our lives, but can be actively harmful. In the case of our digital lives, it can cause distraction at work and at home, interrupt special moments with loved ones, and even have addictive tendencies. All of these get in the way of your ability to grow as a person 
and achieve the things you really want to achieve. Distraction, noise, and clutter aren't great for your physical space, and they're not great for your digital world either. Enter the digital declutter. How to do a digital declutter. Newport recommends starting out with a 30-day declutter period. That involves removing all non-essential tech from your life. All the things you don't absolutely need to do your job or communicate with the most important people in your life. For most of us, that includes things like Netflix, social media apps, yes, Instagram, we're looking at you, and mindless phone games. To maximize your chances of success, find real-world substitutes for the digital things you're giving up, books, coffee meetings with friends, newspapers, etc. Be mindful of what triggers you to check your digital devices, boredom, frustration, craving new input, avoiding people, and plan for how you'll address that. Finally, because unexpected things happen, make a plan for what you'll do if you slip up and need to get back on track. Digital minimalism for long-term success. When you're done with your declutter phase, however long you decide to make that, you'll wanna plan for a better long-term relationship with your technology. Start reintroducing technology slowly and mindfully. As you reintroduce each bit of technology, ask yourself three questions. What, how, and when? What technology am I going to use? Just because you liked it before doesn't mean you'll miss it during your declutter or want to resume using it when your declutter is over. Maybe you found that you can't use Facebook without sinking into a mindless scroll, that news apps just send you into a spiral of worry, or that having four different messaging platforms on your phone is overwhelming. You don't have to reintroduce the things that don't work for you. How am I going to use this technology? Once you choose the things you're going to keep using, ask yourself how you plan to use them. We loved an episode of Pivot where its host Jenny Blake explains how she uses Instagram intentionally. Instead of following all 2,000 plus of her Facebook friends, which just filled her with anxiety and made her constantly compare her life to others, she follows only soothing content like New Yorker cartoons and cute animals. The takeaway? Use your tech the way that works for you. When am I going to use this technology? Finally, set limits for yourself. Tech apps, especially social media apps, are designed to be addictive. You can break that loop by setting time limits for each day, deciding to only use certain apps on certain days of the week or during certain times of day, or using other strategies that work for you. We hate getting sucked into the endless beeps and scrolling of social media, which is why we've built Mirth to be the kind of app where you only need to check in briefly once a day. Everything else can be done offline. By thoughtfully engaging with your technology as you move forward, you'll be able to set appropriate limits and keep it from taking up more space in your life than it should. That'll leave you space for doing more of what you really cherish, spending time with loved ones in real life, exploring other hobbies, learning a new language, or maybe writing that book you've always wanted to write. The sky's the limit. You just listened to the post titled Digital Minimalism, Three Questions for Long-Term Success and Happiness by Emma McLaren of GetMirth.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Thank you to Emma and the team at Get Mirth. One thing I wanna mention is that when we hear that we should start a 30-day sort of detox and remove the unessential, including Netflix, social media apps, and games, all at once, I would be a little bit careful there. 30 days is a long time to go without some of these things, and it's quite possible that you actually use these things mindfully. So as an example, I work a good amount. We have five daily shows here, now covering different topics, and I'm a producer of all of them. It's my job not only to make this show, but the other four too. So when I'm done with all of that, sometimes, if I'm being honest, most of the time, I just wanna have dinner and watch an entertaining show on Netflix that makes me wonder what's gonna happen next, or even play a mindless game on my phone. I don't have a problem with that, because I would never expect that every single hour of every single day needs to be quote-unquote productive. Personally, I think that just leads to burnout. That's my experience. It might not be the same for you, but if you attempt a digital detox, I would just wanna make sure that you're not headed towards burnout, but instead becoming more mindful about what exactly you're doing and why. Because when it becomes totally automatic, then yeah, that might just be clutter and could be preventing you from doing things you actually wanna do. The questions in this post will definitely help with that. And you'll definitely need to figure all of this out for yourself. Let me know what's working for you. Hope your week is off to a great start. Thank you for being here and listening to me and for subscribing to the show. And I'll be back tomorrow reading to you where your optimal life awaits.